tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hot Emergency Podcast. That's right, we decided to do a special emergency podcast today. Uh, very excited, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this very, very important podcast with Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower, and we get into cyber attacks and Klaus Schwab talking mad smack basically letting us know what the game plan is. So we get on to that. Joining me as always, my good friend and yours, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? And the other one, he's here too, downtown. Look at that. Moving in the background are the little peons in his kingdom. Yeah. It is Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. Sometimes if they're really good, I'll go out and I'll just wave at all the people as they oh pass my, by. They love a- that. They love it, dude. They love it. You are such a good like, Oh, hey, up there in your penthouse. How are you? <laughs> Do you go, hello, peasants? Yeah, yeah. Hello. They just love a glimpse of the king. That's what they like. Well, I they love like it, that. dude. I love it. We still haven't met the queen. A lot of people question whether she's real. Well, but she has a job. So, so she's not she has here. has a job. Oh, she, well, she worked 24 hours, seven days a week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, this job is really demanding. It really yeah. is demanding. Guys. Uh, super excited. A lot of great things going on. If you want to see me live, just go to samtriplee.com. You can see all my dates there. I will be in Bakersfield this Saturday night at the well, which I've been told is the Viper Room of Bakersfield. I will be there live. Chris Neff from the Cash Daddies podcast and Johnny Betancourt will be there to shoot, shoot, shoot everything. So come down, grab your tickets now. Just go to samtriplee.com. Dot com and then at the end of the month even though i don't have the tickets yet i gotta get the link i will be at the rabbit hole in west hills okay so go check that out those should be some great shows right there guys premium content is at a premium all these amazing shows that we all do are all available at rockfin whether it's tinfoil hat premium zero conspiracy social club the grace of all time sports talk or a first look at Broken Sim, all of that is right there at Rockfin. Why is Rockfin great? Oh, also our good friends at We Don't Smoke the Same. Bang, bang, singing We Don't Smoke the Same. Bang, bang. And look who just showed up as well. It looks like Tony Hinchcliffe is on there. So a lot of great things going on over there. Only $10 for all of the all of the content you see. All of ours. Look at that. Look at that, man. Us winning gay pageants right there and Broken Sim, all right there. You can all go check it out for only 10 Did you see what your your banner is there? You got your sash on there. It's Mr. Rub Club. That's what that Look, is. Rubber, the Rubber Club. I love it. I love it. I love you found my old mustache, too. Yeah, That's isn't that best. great? That handlebar mustache, that was perfect. You really did great with that. I'm very impressed. I'm perfect. very impressed. Okay, next up, um, if you want to support the show, it's a very simple thing. Go to... Tinfoil hat t-shirts.com. I am working 
on a shirt that is shape-shifting Jesus that has Godzilla on it. Just so you know. Just so you know. Do you guys think it would be cool? It'll be all the shape-shifting right here, right? But on the side of here will be Godzilla. What, so it's like different forms of Jesus, like different yeah, iterations? It's like Jesus in his different forms, and then, boom, one of them is Godzilla. Wait, are you thinking of it like the, that silhouette thing where you have like a tiny chimpanzee, and then it gets bigger and more human-like, no, and then like, at the end it's, it's a like human? No, it's like more like uh, um, it just shows Jesus up front and the different forms Jesus has taken, including Godzilla. Okay, so you're not talking about this thing. Uh <coughs> Bang, bang. When will it be out, Sam? When will it be ready? It's, we're drawing them right now. Not like this Darwin kind of. No, like, no, 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 not no, like no, that. No, okay. no. Not like that. Not at all. Not like that. I, I hope you guys enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And what else do we got? A lot of great things going on. A lot of great things. So support the show. Rockfin, tinfoilhattshirts.com. Go to samtriplee.com for all of my free content. It's all there. samtriplee.com. Every show I do on video for free, you can find it at samtriplee.com. If you're a YouTube person, you can find me at youtube.com slash samtriplee or youtube.com slash Comedy. Uh, good luck on finding any of those, okay? Good luck on finding any of those. I love how slow my website uploads. It's just so much fun. Look at that. Union of the Unwanted. Oh, Union of the Unwanted is on is on Rockfin as well. So, Tinfoil Hat, Cash Daddies, Broken Sim, all there. You can watch all the videos at samtriplee.com. Anything else, guys? Nope, that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoy this show with Zach Voorhees. It was a wonderful time, and we will talk to you soon. Enjoy the show. Hope to see you in Vegas. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. All right, let's get into this, man. This is, uh, like I said, this is an emergency podcast. I decided to uh, bang another one out because uh, I think this topic is so important. I've had many people lately coming up to me telling me, you know, they always get their news from Timfall Hat about six months before the mainstream media starts talking about it. And I think this is one of those topics that we have to cover before everybody else covers it, because I think they're going to hide it from you until it's too late. And uh, so I, I saw our guest, our returning champion, he had tweeted about it. I hit him up and he was nice, nice enough to come on, talk to us about it. You know him as the Google whistleblower. I'm very excited to have him on. Zach Voorhees, how are you, brother? Sam, good to be back. Thank you it's for having me have back you. on. Thank you. Glad you're back. Uh, for those who may not uh, be familiar with what you've done, your work, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where they can find you? Uh, yeah, so I was uh, a libtard in San Francisco, totally indoctrinated, and then um, really realized that everything was getting really weird in 2016. And uh, one of my buddies was like, yeah, the whole system's rigged and they hate Donald Trump because he's an outsider and he's going to end the establishment. And I went, no way is the whole thing rigged. Yep, the whole thing was rigged. And I, as an employee of Google, was seeing it on the inside. I saw their internal documents, which were available to every full-time employee. And as I started to dig in on what the definition of fake news was, I stumbled on a mass censorship program that was being unleashed to the public, which was called machine learning fairness. I collected 950 pages about this and other programs at Google, and I released it 
June of 2019 and August of 2019 in a two-part series with Project Veritas. And, um, and now I'm trying to, uh, and Jesus, a lot of stuff has happened. Everything I a said lot of stuff. has come true, unfortunately. Uh, and now we're in this clown world of a shit show post pandemic. And now, um, you know, the WEF, the world economic forum is warning, warning that the COVID pandemic is going to pale in comparison to the oncoming cyber pandemic. And okay, so, so want to talk about that? Yeah, so basically, I saw this video and I'm like, oh man, Stitchel Magic. They got they're gonna they tell you sometimes they they do it in hide in like hiding in plain sight, and sometimes they just come out and straight up tell you, just like Dr. Fauci's like the next administration will suffer uh from an uh, unexpected. Virus. Well, if you're saying it's going to happen, it's not unexpected. It's totally expected. If you're saying it's definitely going to happen. So here, uh, I want to run this video that kind of shocked me and I talked about it. This is Klaus Schwab talking about a cyber attack coming up. And this is what we want to talk about today because I think this is the next thing that's coming. And I wanted to talk to uh, Zach about it and what he thinks and what he knows about it. So Zach, if you could uh, play that video real quick and you got turn it, it up. You still seeing that? Yeah. Great. Here we go. To the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole, the COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack, to use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. To the frightening scenario. Oh my God. I mean, is that not chilling? Is that not chilling? And it's happening now. So basically what he's saying right there is that there will be, I think he's saying we have to prepare for, but I think he's saying we're going to have a cyber attack that will make you all wish for the days of COVID. That's what's going to happen. And I believe this is them telling us what's about to happen to us. And I hate doing these doom and gloom shows, but the reason I am doing this show is because I think people need to prepare, get ready and prepare. And we'll get into what that means towards the end. But Zach, what are your thoughts on what our, our favorite Nazi Klaus Schwab uh, just said? Uh, well, uh, I want to show you this. Uh, you know, when, Right before the pandemic hit, they had the event 201 in Wuhan where they played like, hey, what happens if a, if a uh, virus escapes and the whole world has a viral pandemic, right? Well, that, that preceded the, the COVID-19 and now we're having this uh, cyber polygon, which is another planning event that they're now going to have on July 9th that is going to simulate a cyber pandemic. So 
let me just read this. Like Cyber Polygon is a unique cybersecurity event that combines the world's largest technical training exercise for corporate teams and online conference featuring senior officials from international organizations and leading corporations. The 2021 conference discusses the key risks of digitization and best practices for secure development of digital ecosystems. Now, why is everything so vulnerable? Well, I've got an answer for that. And it comes out from our uh, biggest chip maker, Intel. They backdoored everyone's systems with a hidden Linux operating system called the ME system. Can't remember exactly what it stands for, but um, it's a hidden system within the chip that provides root level access to your computer. You can't really patch it. You can't really do anything. And there are other security vulnerabilities within that chip. They put it out there. Um, everyone's vulnerable, which means that uh, with the right virus, we can have a shutdown of the world's economic system exactly as Klaus Schwab has predicted would happen. It is unbelievable. Any thoughts, guys? Uh, how long have you guys think we've been in cyber war? Because it's been a while, right? This isn't the first well, time. Well, see, here's the problem with that is I don't think it's a cyber war. I think a lot of this is inside, inside jobs. Now, is China doing stuff to us? Yes, in that sense, you are right, Xavier. And I think I think there is a preparedness. But We're talking way, about the one that just happened, the, the oil one and the, and the meat one. You think that was internal? Yeah, yeah. 100%. That is them gearing us. This is like, oh, it kind of happened. Oh, look, it almost happened here. And then when they're ready, boom, hammer time. They're going to drop all that on you and everybody will be will be um, scrambling. And that's it's just I like what happened with Texas. Remember with the power grid shut down in the dead of winter during the worst cold spell? So when I was at CPAC, I talked to some industry insiders and what they said is that, yeah, this whole, that whole thing was planned. Um, well, it was in the SPARS uh, simulation game that they ran, that they were going, and this is from Monica Perez from the propaganda report, that she had said that their one scenario they role played was a uh, power outage and how they could get people to take the vaccine when there was no power. And that's what they did in Texas. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Athletic Greens, the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage I've ever tried, okay? With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our body the nutrition nutrients it needs to thrive, okay? Busy schedule, poor sleep, exercise, stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods, okay? This is where Athletic Greens can help, okay? Their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essentials, okay? It is by far the easiest, most delicious nutritional habit that you can add to your health routine today and empower you to take over your health okay own your health ownership of your health that's what we're talking about i can't recommend this enough to friends or family okay one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin multi-mineral probiotic green foods blend and more that all work together to fill in the gaps in your diet, okay? Increase your energy and your focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without having to take multiple vitamins, multiple products, okay? 
So this is what what's going on right now, dude. Okay, right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these spring months. Okay, they are offering my audience free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets with your first purchase. If you visit my link today, you're basically never have to buy vitamin D again. Okay. I just tell all my friends, all my family, I drink this every day, every morning, kickstarts my day, getting my multi, uh, my nutritional greens and getting my multivitamin, multimillionaire, probiotic, superfood to kick off the day. All right. I tell all my family and friends to do it. So this is what I need you to do. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and join health experts, athletes, conspiracy podcasters, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets today. I mean, well, they also said that they took, uh, they took away half the money that they gave for the ransom. For the oil thing, which uh, how, how do you figure out? How do you only take half and not the rest? Who who, who only took half? Uh, the ransom that they gave to the to the hackers for the oil, technically, uh, they recovered half of the money back. Yeah. From Bitcoin. How did they recover it? Here's the question: How did they recover any of it back? Because the whole selling point on Bitcoin was that it's untraceable. The central bank can't get in there and stop anything. And then you hear this press release about how. They recovered, you know, some portion of the money. I heard it was a whole, like hundred percent. You're saying it's 50%. How is it not 0%? Because I thought that was the whole thing about Bitcoin. And now we're hearing something different. And the question is, is Bitcoin really unstoppable or is it just going to be controlled just like any other monetary system that they've had in the past? I mean, make no, so as I'm talking about this, this, this cyber attack i'm like okay if everything goes down what happens all my digital what happens all my digital but then you gotta ask yourself if all this goes down what happens to your money in the bank well you'd make no doubts about once you give that bank your your fiat phony dollars Mm -hmm. it becomes digital money Mm -hmm. and if this thing goes down what happens that digital money Johnny, we can't hear you. You're on mute. They're even co-opting gold and silver and other, you know, uh, real assets by now encouraging people to own stocks and gold rather than, oh, you know, you don't want the inconvenience of handling gold. Just get gold stocks, which is just, I mean, it's just more funny money. You know, it's, it's really, it's, and so many people are buying in that. So many of these commercials you see on TV now are for gold stocks, you know, which when the day comes, if you ever actually need it, Good luck getting it yeah, back. Yeah, good know? luck on that. Like, what is the purpose of that? And it's just, like, you know, it's almost like when you sell those commercials, cash for gold. Send us your gold, we'll send you cash. Okay. How about you send me the cash first, and then I'll send you the gold? How about that one? Can we work that one if we're just going to do a whole trusting thing? Why am I the one putting it on the edge? You send me cash, I'll take pictures of my gold, and then I'll send you the gold. How about that one? Because I don't we- trust you. Can can we like take a picture of gold and then sell that as like a gold NFT? Yeah. Like, does that- <laughs> <laughs> so here here's the whole thing. I mean, this is one hundred percent them letting us know what is about to happen. 
And the reason I did this show is because I want people to start preparing, start understanding, like put yourself in position so that you understand that when this thing hits, you have supplies, you have, I like, I have a generator at my house. I'm going to have that thing hooked up, load up on some gas and just see how chaos get. Grab your guns, grab your ammunition and chill bill. Okay. Because I don't know how long they're going to knock this thing out, but it's going to get knocked out. And the question is, and I have this for you, Zach, can they get rid of the internet when data is gold, when data is the new oil? Can they get rid of it? Or is this a great way to replace it with a new internet? I mean, I think that they're constructing a prison planet. And what's happened is that the oligarchs had an uncomfortable relationship with the labor and the fact that they needed the labor to build the empire. And before um, they just had slavery, right? Like it was like a full 20% of the world's population was slavery recently. And now it's, you know, less than that. But um, with advanced AI, what do you need human slavery for? Even if you've got a monetary system that, you know, they, they get the house and they work really hard in order to build up the economy, all of that is coming to an end. Okay. And the robots, the computers, they're building houses, they're building boats. Um, they're going to be constructing war machines. They're going to be going to war here pretty soon. Everything that we've approached this planet with and like how to live a life is about to become obsoleted by rapidly advancing technology. And people are sitting here going, oh, Second Amendment rights. Your guns won't protect you against drones with guns. They'll protect you with people with guns because people don't want to die. Drones don't give a shit. And what we have to realize is that we're looking at the birth of a new civilization. Something that is on par with the birth of civilization in Mesopotamia. And it's happening right now. It's going to happen really quick. And what we have to ask ourselves is... Um, what role do humans have to play? Now, the commoners, they may just decide, hey, we, we don't need them anymore and we need to reduce the population. So let's indoctrinate them with false ideology and get them to hate each other. And then we'll, we'll kill them with you know, vaccines, like a soft kill, poisons, whatever, um, in order to reduce the population down to something that's manageable. Um, and, uh, and, and I don't think that we can... I think that what we're looking at is the dismantling of democracy, because why do the oligarchs need democracy when they can have a centralized uh, techno communism where they centrally plan everything and have it be done by robots in, in, in that scenario, in that world, humans and general populations just get in the way. And so if you're an oligarch that is one of the inner circle that controls the planet, you want to remove that boundary so that you can build up this huge system, um, uh, you know, built on advanced nuclear technologies, um, unlimited energy, unlimited mining from space, and to construct this, this thing without all the people getting in the way with their democracy and their human rights. And so right now, what I believe what we're seeing right now is the complete destruction of the old system, including democracy, free thought, and what's going to be replaced with is a, literally a prison planet. Now, maybe this prison planet will have loose women and lots of free drugs and uh, entertainment at the Coliseum. And that's what they're going to replace it. Kind of like, uh, you know, a la uh, Brave New World. And it looks so we're like we're going to make a world that's basically my life story. <laughs> <laughs>
And is that really so bad, Sam? What do you think? Uh, I, I, you know, it's very interesting is because it's like, what? I, I totally see what you're saying. And I, I think they're definitely, that is their plans. But the question is, what do they get? Out? Okay, they, oh, they control everything. Everything is on lockdown. Uh, but what do they get out of that? What is power? Okay, power is like, okay. But how do they make money? How do they, I mean, like, what, what is the end goal for them? Complete, uh, complete other control? What, is this a world yeah. they li- just want a world where, like, everybody lives in a concentration camp? And what is that? What is the final? Okay, so I went decision? really, really deep into the internet to find the answer to this question. And I wanted to tell you what I believe that it is. Okay. Um, all right. Now, so they're admitting that aliens exist. UFOs, real deal. Okay. Now, if they exist today, what are the chances they existed 100 years ago and 1,000 years ago and 10,000 years ago and 100,000 years ago? It's really high. Yes. Now, some of the, there's this really legendary uh, post that goes on for about a year with, uh, it's called I Am a Rothschild, Ask Me a Question. And uh, it'll take you about 16 hours to read the whole thing. I've read it about twice. And in this, it's a supposed Rothschild who comes out. He's like, look, I'm a black sheep of the Rothschild family. So I'm just going to let you guys know what's going on. And he goes and half of the thread is him making fun of all the idiots, trying to call them out as fake. But there's so much good information that I believe that it's real. And what he says in this is that, and this is coming from the deepest nether regions of the internet and is unconfirmed narrative, but I want to present it to you. Sounds like Tim Paul Hart. Yes. What he says is that, um, sorry for the ruthlessness, but um, we got to get everyone on the same page if we're going to play with the big boys. So all of you get to go along for the ride. Who are the big boys? Uh, it's the other aliens out there in the galaxy, right? And their planets are all, I believe, might be all unified. And that one of the prerequisites of joining the big boys club is that we have to get the whole planet under the same system and manage it so that we can uh, be in balance with the garden that is our planet. Like we're, we're on a garden planet, right? Like, you know, some planets are too hot, they're too cold, they're too icy. I think that we might be a special planet in the fact that we've got so much abundant life. I mean, it's pretty incredible. You go to the equator, it's just mind blowing. And so I believe that um, in order to play with the big guys, we've got to get the whole planet under one unified governmental system. And once we do that, then they're going to be like, all right, um, you know, thanks for unifying. By the way, there's other aliens and there's, and now we get to join some sort of galactic federation. That's what I believe is happening. You think some Star Wars shit's about to drop? Eventually, yes. Interesting. Interesting. I do not, I, I don't see, I will, I, I want to put this, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I could see that definitely happening. Um, I could see something. I think this planet is very, very special. All right, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Helix, man. You know what? Most of your life you spend sleeping. And some of you guys don't even think about your mattress. You just lay down and you deal with it. Okay, stop it. There's a solution out there, and it's our friends at Helix. That's right. Johnny, do you have a Helix mattress? I do. I do. Yeah, I love it. Helix Sleep is the best, man. I got it. I have two of them. 
I have two of them, and they're both great. You know, I sleep in certain ways, Johnny. What do you sleep? I think you sleep yeah, what? I'm a, I'm a side, Knees side. by your head, right? <laughs> yeah, Is that a, how you sleep? I'm a side back sleeper, yeah. Yeah, what, how do you sleep, Xavier? On my side. On your, I'm Straight a side, side sleeper, too. I definitely go fetal position sideways. <laughs> That's how I sleep. And, of course, my dog gets bam right in the corner. <laughs> so I have no room. I pay for everything. I have no room. But guess what? I have a giant bed, so I don't care because Helix is taking care of me, man. It is very important whether you, you know. Dude, I used to have a really junk bed, and I just got Me the too. worst sleep, dude. And thanks to Helix, I sleep on clouds, okay? And how did Helix know what I want? Because they have a wonderful, wonderful quiz. Johnny took it, passed yep. it with A's, okay? I passed it, and I realized I... What kind of mattress do you have? Only quiz you ever passed. Yeah, it is true. It is true. That's that's true. I, I like firm and a little soft at the same time. Yeah, that's what I got too. I got the one that's kind of midway soft. Yeah, you take a quick. It's a two-minute sleep quiz. I'm taking mean, it right it takes now. Even less than that. Look at it, he's taking it right taking now, it dude. Right now, and it dude. was simple, easy, fast. And the best part is, you don't even have to go to the store with the. Have you heard about these mattress stores and what they they're thinking they're fronts for uh, some yeah. shady shit? Not yeah, Helix. No. Not Helix Sleep. And they'll rip you off. That's the shadiest thing of all that they do. Maybe it's just ripping people off left and right. Yeah, not Helix Sleep. They take care of you because they're honest people. I've met them. They're good people and I love them. Okay, so if you're looking for a mattress, take a quiz. You order the mattress that you're matched to and the mattress comes right to your door. Ship for free. You don't even need to go to the mattress store. Fuck the mattress store. You can go online and take care of this with our good friends at Helix Sleep, okay? So this is what you're going to do. Just go to helixsleep.com slash tinfoil. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, I'm okay? Done I'm done He's done. He's in. He's out. He's already got another one coming. I'm okay? buying it right now. He's buying it right now. It's If Xavier could do it, we can all do it, okay? <laughs> this is all you do. You go to sleep, helixsleep.com slash tinfoil and take their two-minute quiz, and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And guess what? They have a 10-year warranty, and you'll get it. You get to try it out for a hundred nights for a, on a mattress that you sleep on. A hundred nights. nights making love on a mattress, and this is how much they care for you. They'll take back your love, man. They, they know you're gonna love it, dude. Every night, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, and then you're like, guess what? I want it. I want. It. Guess what? It's never happened in the history of time. Okay. Because you gonna, make better love on a Helix mattress. That's yeah. all I know. Better love, okay? Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash timfoam, okay? Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash timfoam. Come on, you deserve to sleep well. I don't Sam, know what, what, do you, what, what, what do you think about all the UFO stuff that's going on right now? See, I, I, that's the whole thing. It's like there, there's so many games being played, right? It's like, you know, you and I both know that the mainstream media has been like doing all sorts of stuff, whether it's Antifa, uh, these race baiting stories to get us to fight with each other. If we take that narrative, right, we take that narrative and we apply it to the Pentagon's just feel like they got to put out this information. Is there a narrative of mind control going on with that? Is there a narrative where they could be trying to get us to acquiesce to a certain way of, of living and understanding? 
And that's my question. I, are there aliens? I think there definitely could be aliens. They could be from other planets or they could be from other dimensions. 100%. I do believe there's something special about this planet. And you brought up it's gardening. It could be a gardening planet. We could be, you know, there's some people, if you study the Bible, we're the center of the universe. I don't know the answer to that. I, I'm open-minded to anything. Every day I get more information where I'm like, oh, it could be that. And the next day I get the other way. Oh, it could be that. Um, but this, there's something very special about this place that everybody's coming here. And I said before, I think it's like, <laughs> it's almost like, you know, WrestleMania where it's like all the aliens kind of come to the squared circle and a battle royal. And I've said this early on in this podcast. I think if you're asking me what this, what's going on in this planet, I will tell you that in my heart of hearts, I believe, and I have faith. And the reason I say faith is that faith is like kind of believing in something without evidence, which sounds stupid, right? But it's also like, I have this intuition, this feeling and like, this feeling is more right than it is wrong. And I don't know if I'm special or anything like that. I'm definitely special ed flunk first grade, not the smartest guy. <laughs> Couldn't really, I'm not good at grammar at all, uh, at all. I mean, my descriptions of these episodes are almost laughable how bad they are, but I will say that my intuition is right a lot. And one thing I, I'll say is that I believe this planet is very special and that all these aliens come here and that every, Almost every movie you've ever seen is all going on at the same time here. And that's what I think. This what do you think is. about all these zombie apocalypse movies that they keep on pushing at us? Do you think there's like a kernel of truth there? I, I do. I know it sounds crazy and it sounds super scary, but so, you know, I have a podcast called the union of the unwanted mm -hmm. and uh, we, you know, we have a text thread with all the guys that are on it and they sent me, this very interesting article from, uh, hold on one second, from um, Info Infowars, you know, and everybody can um, can say whatever they want. I love uh, Alex Jones. Alex Have you Jones heard? Hilarious. Have I just, you heard I, anything? I crack up every single time I listen to him. Uh, have you heard anything about? Here we go. So I'm going to read you. This is from InfoWars. You can do whatever you want. Corporate. Okay, here we go. Corporate recruiter warns energy companies to replace vaccinated employees within three years. Yep. Now notice it does not say non-vaccinated employees. It says vaccinated employees. That's what it says. And a recruiter for oil and gas company recently gave an ominous talk on TikTok and I'm sorry, but TikTok seems to be the new conspiracy yeah. uh, place, right? It's like th that's where everyone goes for the conspiracies, um, claiming that big companies are mysteriously preparing to replace their vaccinated employees within three years. You know, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. That three years fits into that um, that one website that predicts the U.S. population gets down to like 50 million. Deagle. Deagle, right? Yeah. We looked that up. Anybody look up Deagle? It's like super scary. They took they took down that original oh, they did? one. But I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, it's the Deagle forecast for the United States where they predict that like a third of the population will be reduced. But they say 
in that forecast that it'll be reduced because the economy will collapse so hard that it will make the fall of the Soviet Union look like nothing. And that the reason why the population will decrease is because people will immigrate out of the United States in order to get a better economic activity. Says uh, Deagle organization predicts massive global depopulation of 50 to 80 percent by 2025. Deagle, a true intelligence organization for the United States government, predicts, uh, well, that's just the same sentence over again. Uh, few people are familiar with this website. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's that's it. I, I think this is like a, a sort of a, an archived version of it. Right on time, yeah. though. Yeah, you did the right time. You said three years. Yeah. 21, so, 22, 20, 20, 25, it's done. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, here's the whole thing. There is always this stuff out there. They could be stealing our louche. Um, it's definitely possible. But that fits in. But it gets back to to Zach's original question was, what about these zombie apocalypse stuff? Something going into that. Something going into these vaccines. Now, I also believe that our history has been rewritten to a way to influence our way of thinking and everything. I don't, you know, outside of what I personally have lived, I can't vouch for anything. I just, I just can't based on this show and all the stuff I've read and all the conversation I've had. I, I question every bit of history, even to the point where I question things of my own history. Where people told me I've said something, I, I don't remember that. But maybe I did say uh-huh. that. I don't, I don't remember it at all. And so my question is, is the zombie apocalypse coming? It fits into their narrative. I mean, we had somebody on here that talked about that guy in Miami that ate that dude's face. That that was after he took an experimental drug. That was, And then they blamed it on basalts. Remember that? Everyone was on basalts. And it was what? crazy. Tell me about so, that. Do you, do you remember there was a guy? I used to have a joke about that. In Miami, with Florida. It was like yeah. a, he, he attacked him like at an overpass or something, right? It was. And yeah. he was eating his buddy's face, and the cops came up and they had to pump him full of a ton of shots because he didn't go down. Wow. They were blaming bath salts. They were maybe blaming bath salts, but people say that it was actually a vaccine that they were giving out to see how it would work out. On the, well, on the I, I think we may be conflating two things here because you're saying the one, the one with the friend was the guy, I think, who took the guy's heart out. But the one now, this is the one I'm thinking of. On May 26, 2012, Rudy Eugene attacked and maimed Ronald Popo, a homeless man, on the MacArthur Causeway in Miami, Florida. I, I, I think that's face, right. Yeah, but it wasn't a buddy. I think you're you might be confusing that oh, with the okay. one where the guy cut like did a satanic thing, like cut no, the no, guy's no. heart out. I, I thought they were friends, but this guy ate this dude's face. And there's been rumblings that was a part of uh, basically. Yeah, this yeah bit off most of his face above the beard. Ugh. So I think anything is on the table at this point. And, you know, you kind of brought up like guns aren't going to matter and all that stuff. I I have a weird thing, man. I mean, like I, I, I question how much of anything isn't uh, them playing mind games on us. My humble opinion is if if their end game is prison planet and they have all this technology, why aren't they doing it to us right now? And I, I per, yeah, that dude. Oh, my God, he lived. Oh, yeah, he lived. He did. Blinded. 
Oh my God. It's the victim. Oh my God. Get a closer picture on that. This oh is, my God. Oh my God. Dude, the dude looks like Skeletor. Poor guy. Yeah, that's the guy what? that ate right there. Yeah. The Miami zombie, that's what they call him. Why did he joke about black zombies after that, about how they run four 340s? <laughs> and the only way you can get away from a black zombie is to get to the crosswalk. Because you know it's going to take forever for that zombie to cross the street. That's a good joke. That's hey, Sam, you're, you're, you're going out. It's zombie land. There's zombies everywhere. You need to go to the store to grab some water. Which gun do you take and why? Ooh. Ooh. Dude, that's a great question. Man. Shotgun. You're going to take a shotgun? Semi-auto shotgun, yeah. I can't, why can't I take a machine gun? Do you own a machine gun? Too big. Well, if it's a zombie apocalypse, I'm getting a machine gun. No, I'm just because I, I want I want to I want something with stopping power, like real stopping power in a close, close situation, you know, because I assume I'm going to be close to these zombies. They could jump out of nowhere, right, Johnny? Yeah. And I'm going to be in the store. Zombies in the store, you know? Yeah. I want, I want shotgun, shotgun or chainsaw with a full tank well, of gas. Oh, oh, I thought we were talking about like firearms. I mean, if, yeah, I know. I'm mixing it up. Yeah. I mean, these are fun scenarios where, but you know, if these guys <laughs> can make simulations, why can't we make them? Okay. <laughs> I, at some point, will learn. Samurai sword style. Yeah, oh, didn't yeah. even think about that one. Yeah, dude, I will have a samurai sword and I will be chopping, slicing, and dicing. What if the zombie? Phone. The problem is that what if the zombies are intelligent? It's nothing like the movies. What if they're smart and they can use swords too? Then you're fucked. Well, wasn't that the whole theory behind Will Smith's I Am Legend? That the actual story was supposed yeah. to be he was the bad guy and the zombies were the good guys. And like they were just trying to live their life, and Will Smith's being a big d bag, as I recall it. Yeah, it turns out we're oppressing the the zombies. Oh, how long till we start fighting for zombie rights to vote? We are. We are. I mean, how soon till white chicks start dating zombies to piss off their dads? Fuck you, dad! I love him. Yes, he wants to eat flesh. So what? Nobody's perfect. Zombieism is a social construct. Yeah. Right. They'll, they'll first tell us that there's no difference between humans and zombies. And then four years later, they'll say that that is the only thing that matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, my whole question is, do zombies poop? Ooh, that's a good question. And if they, so, they, out of what hole? Yeah. I mean, do they digest it? I don't think so. I think they're, they're more like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think any of the organs work in zombies, really. So they eat it, and what happens to it? There's almost like a sort of an instant processing of the energy from the blood. Is it you like know? your dog? You got about 15 minutes till it comes out the other end? That's right. Yeah, their metabolism is extremely just, just constantly That's why dogs churning. don't last long. Their metabolism so quickly it turns and burns. They're like sharks. Yeah, but back to uh, our topic. Um, I 100% believe a cyber attack is a coming. And I, we really have to, what I find amazing is how we spend so much more money than everybody else on our military. Yet nobody has to ask why, why have we been attacked so many times? And who has gone to jail for those attacks? I think, oh, OKC okay, was the last guy. Timothy McVeigh, and I wonder how many honestly think that he's the guy behind it, based on the stories that have come out. 
I mean, what are we doing here, dude? I mean, like, I, I, I do a show with a guy who I love with all my heart, Brian Callen, still thinks that a bunch of people who lived in huts were able to pull off the greatest aviation feat ever. And it's just like, okay, so we have this NORID, NORAD, that is supposed to keep our sky safe, and, and somehow three planes got through off course, all that stuff. It's just like, what are we going to do? And like, at what point do we have to go, is our military for us or for the, the elites? Clearly we're not spending enough billions. Uh, we're not yeah. spending enough billions. We have to go more, more billions, but it's like for sure. The cyber attack is these are all done to one steal our loose, get us all freaked the fuck out. And on top of that, to explain why prices have gone up. Think about that. Mm -hmm. The gas company fucks up and we have to pay more. Yeah. And they're cutting off supply. They just shut down that pipeline so that now we're going to become a net oil importer so that the globalists, whenever they want, can just shut off the oil spigot and then our economy can grind to a halt. They know that. They want that because that gives them power. If the United States has enough oil for all its domestic energy needs, then if you know the shadowy cabal behind the UN says, we're going to shut off your oil from Saudi Arabia, we're going to be like, screw you. We got an oil pipeline from Alberta, Canada running in. We've got all the oil we can. And if that can happen to the United States, that can happen to every other country in the world. And that's the prism that I see this whole Oil thing. I think this whole global warming thing is just a psyop. Like they forced of course us it is, on dude. oil. Like it's either fake or they deliberately engineered it so that we will uh, feel guilty about driving to the store or wearing a pair of shoes because now oil's in everything. Like plastics is made from oil. Like we wear oil. Our fertilizer for the food is made from oil. We're literally eating oil when we eat food, right? And all the technologies that could have been able to get us off that oil addiction have been sabotaged. Uh, and it's not just the uranium nuclear chemistries. There's this thing called thorium-235. It was made in 1967 uh, at the Los, Los Alamos labs. Um, way more efficient than uranium. Burns clean. In fact, you can take nuclear waste from the other nuclear plants and you can mix it in with this fuel type and it will destroy your nuclear waste in the, in the nuclear reaction. Mm -hmm. Downside is you can't make plutonium with it, so you can't use it to make bombs. And what that means is, uh, you know, we can't use it as justification to prevent, you know, Iran from nuclear power, right? Why is Iran getting nuclear power so bad? Because they could make bombs. Well, if we had thorium nuclear chemistry, then that wouldn't even be an option. Don't even get me started on nuclear weapons, bro. Dude. Don't even get me started on that. I'm telling you, brother, I'm telling you, global warming, and I'm going to lose you here, Zach, but just stay with me for a second. Okay. Space, climate change, nuclear weapons. These are all things that 99% of us have never experienced in real life. Yeah. Meaning we've never been the space we've never seen a, 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 um, a glacier fall into the water we've never seen a nuclear bomb okay 
But yet this is stuff we spend billions, if not trillions on dealing with. And there's no way for us ever to see any results of the money, time, effort that we put into battling these things. Never. We just take we take corrupt people's word on that they're, they're trying not to be corrupt. And that is complete and utter bullshit. And I'm telling you, man, I mean, if you were going to create something, a, a, a ring, a, you know, the, the Lord of the Rings, right? And then everyone's got a fear, right? But no one ever gets to see it. But it's this emperor's new clothes of weapons that we've all heard about. And we've seen videos of. I'm sorry, guys. You can call me crazy. And Zach could be like, oh, fuck. Why am I on the show right now? But, you know, it's the truth is like if you look at those. And Johnny, I'd love to hear your opinion on this too. Xavier, you're always welcome as well. Um, if you would like to uh, take a look at those videos where they were doing those nuclear bomb testings, right? Do you remember that? And if you don't think those are just little models that they're just running a thing on that they've shot, the camera sits still while everything else is just being exploded and knocked away. But the camera doesn't shake at all. It's just sitting there perfectly. If you don't think, if you don't think that is a model being shot, I can't help you. And that's the thing that started it. Here's the model. Oh, my God. Look at this nuclear technology. Look how crazy it is. Look what it did to these palm trees. Ooh, these palm trees. They took a real beating on that. You wouldn't want that to happen. Remember when they told you how to hide? Remember they were like, dude, if a bomb's going to come, get under your desk. Get to safety. Okay, man. Okay. Gotcha. That makes about as much sense as, oh, I'm in a restaurant. I can sit down. COVID can't find me. Put your legs between your put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah, that's basically what it was there. So you're saying those videos of uh, those soldiers or those men walking towards the nuclear bomb after it is all fake? I think, I, I'm not saying something didn't go off, right? I'm just saying it's not a nuclear bomb in, in the sense of radiation, okay? I mean, if you look at Hiroshima, we've talked about this before, people moved right back in. If it was what they said it was, that thing should be radioactive long past we're dead. Like Chernobyl. Like Chernobyl, you can't you can't go to Chernobyl. Well, now you can. I I will you say can't recommend you. Johnny, the whole radiation they, thing is is BS with Chernobyl. In fact, yeah. most of the radiation dangers they talk about are just a psyop. Um, radiation is not that harmful um, in the levels that they describe it as. Like they're like, oh. Fukushima is ruined for generations. No, it's not. It's totally fine. People live there. People continue to live there. You know, nothing that the media says makes any sense when if you actually go to these locations. In fact, you can see some of the MSM covering for this. They're like, oh, well, life is thriving in Chernobyl. It's because that uh, uh, animals are more resistant to radiation than humans. Uh-huh. So, Johnny, you're saying this is... This they, they, is the devastated. Is, well, no, this is one of the houses that were farther away. There are houses that were close that they say were incinerated. Now, I do have many questions about the camera placement. Like, you and I'm see- telling you, some of these houses could be real. <laughs> the palm trees getting wrecked up look fake as fuck. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I mean, we know how they play, though. I mean, it's entirely possible they faked half of it and half of it was real. You know, I mean, we know they've done that in the past. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just it, it's just like, okay, a bomb goes off and this wooden house survives. Yeah, well, I think the idea of that is that they were at different, they placed them at different distances to kind of, this is what they would say. I'm not saying I buy it, but because they the, they claim, according to what I was just watching there, that the houses quite near the explosion were incinerated and then those farther away, you know, like had the chimney shifting and stuff like they were showing. So take it for what it's worth. It's from uh, the it, Smithsonian. And, and it is worth nothing. Yeah. And it is worth nothing. But this is all they do. Everything is a psyop on psyops on psyops. You genuinely and, think, though, Sam, correct me if I'm wrong now, that nuclear weapons probably don't exist, right? My theory is that the notion of a nuclear bomb is not real. That there are big bombs. But that kind of bomb at that kind of level, no, I do not believe that. Because if they did have that, they'd be dropping them left and right on everybody that they don't like I mean, one time I think we they do, are or twice like, like, like look at the beirut bombing that just happened that looked like a nuclear explosion yeah, yeah but i mean i'm not saying they don't have weapons but what i'm saying is a nuclear bomb well i mean they wouldn't do it if devastates. They, were, they wouldn't do it if they were genuinely fearful of the environmental fallout you know i mean if that take it at face value then that's why they wouldn't do that because it you know, they're concerned about that. Also, I want to say, what if they drilled a hole into a part of the ocean seafloor next to a fault line and put in a bunch of nuclear weapons and then detonate them? Would you get a huge earthquake? Would you get uh, something like you saw at Fukushima? Right? Like this is one of the rumors I've heard is that um, the global network drilled a hole into the side of the shelf and Placed a nuclear bomb there and blew it up on wow. three. It was like it was three eleven, right? Like well, six I'm months gonna be after honest 9/11. with you, man. There's also talk that that Fukushima shit, like, like actual people talking. About, so Johnny, will you will you look? Uh, we've shown this guy before. I forget what his name is, but the gentleman who said that the nuclear waste the uranium situation was. The, can you look up guy who eats uranium? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Guy who eats uranium. So this guy worked in nuclear pants, plants before everyone was starting to lose their fucking skull. Hold on and, just a second, waiting for the ads to play. And he basically did a tour going, yeah, this guy. What is his name? Oh, yeah, Gallen Winsner. He's like, Galen I Winsner. used to work at these places. Everyone's worried about this radiation. It's not real. He even takes one of those... Okay, there, yeah. See, I've never seen this before. Oh my god! Watch this. Here, go, go back. Can you turn it up a little bit too? Doesn't count for pretty much, does it? Put the rock behind me. Okay. You don't suppose they've been lying to you, do you? I suspect they have. Let's do a little bit more. I got a black bottle. First stuff comes in white bottle. A bottle of no-dose. You can send children down to the drugstore to buy no-dose. All they need is money. In this are six, 60 white caffeine. 
pellets. And this one is uranium oxide, U308. You can't buy it for love nor money. The state of Washington sent two of their Gestapo agents over to my home to confiscate my uranium samples on the 17th of December last year. Got a challenge. I'd like to have somebody in the room volunteer to take all of this bottle or all of this bottle. The only thing that I'll tell you is that one of them won't hurt you and the other one will kill you. You want the white stuff or the black stuff? White stuff. You do. There's enough in there to kill four men your size. The government says we got to ban this material. It's radioactive. Let's check it in the bottom of the bottle. Not very radioactive. Let's take the top off. Very radioactive. Okay, radioactive material. You pour it out in the hand. And that's radioactive contamination. Is it radioactive? Yeah, it is. Very radioactive. Decontamination is nothing but scooping it back up and putting it into the bottle. I just now decontaminated my hand. No, I didn't do such a good job. Not good at all. Is it still radioactive? Yeah, that's called residual radioactivity. Oh, now, under the decontamination rules of the government, when you decontaminate somebody like this, it's that contaminated, and this is certainly a reportable incident under current DOE regulations. Do I qualify as a controlled drain? Wow, he ate it. That material that I just ate is uh, not soluble in body fluids. Because I've been eating this on lecture tour for two years, the state of Washington felt it necessary to confiscate my uranium samples so that I would be safe. <laughs> so that's my whole point. Let's see it how is. this guy died. I just want to look it up. Yeah, go look it up. Bryce. Go look it up, Johnny. He died very old. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yes. He died you know, very this old. This reminds me of that doctor who came out and said, AIDS, AIDS is a scam, and I'm going to prove it by injecting myself with blood from an HIV positive person. Yes. And then six months later, he died of a heart attack uh, that was unrelated to that, but not from HIV. And it was like a strange thing where he just like died all of a sudden. He died oh, in his mean, 80s of natural causes in 2008. The guy that died. ate that uranium died in his yes. 80s of natural causes. <laughs> what a great way. So, you know, getting in. So, uh, obviously, Xavier and I had a chance to um, talk with Eddie Bravo. There's things we talked about that we're not going to bring up because he asked us not to. But, um Oh man, what was the point of what I was gonna say, dude? I had a oh oh that he was talking about why they're burning Fauci at the stake. Why? Why are they doing this? Well, according to Eddie, mm -hmm. it is 
that either either it's about a bat or it was a uh, funded U.S. government virus. Either way, it validates the vaccine. You happen to get the vaccine. And the truth of the matter is, even with HIV and AIDS, it was such a weak virus that it had to be injected into you. And now we have people who have HIV who are not detectable anymore because of quote unquote advances in medication. So, I mean, just think of all the money that was made by giving these kids, these young men, AZT, which it was a cancer drug that was so toxic. It was killing cancer patients and they had to take it off the fucking market. So they water it down and they use it for AZT, even though all the experts said this does not work and this makes no sense. Right. Like Fauci's justification for giving HIV patients AZT is that, yes, AZT is going to kill you, but it's not going to kill you as fast as the AIDS virus. Exactly. <laughs> and then they stopped giving AZT everyone or they actually they lowered the dose first and then they i think they, they don't give it at all anymore and the death rate just dropped which yeah. meant that the death rate was always about the azt the medication not the virus itself yeah and now you look at california you don't have to tell somebody if you have hiv but you have to carry around a, a, a vaccine passport mm-hmm. i mean it's when you just when you take a look at it from the spectrum of Money and power, it all makes sense. Money, power, and stealing your louche, it all makes sense. And that's what could possibly be with this cyber attack, right? I mean, but, you know, Fauci was talking about the virus before it came out. And, like, if you actually take a look at what happened, is there a virus? Of course there is. Coronavirus has been around forever. It's been around forever. But its impact has been man-made meaning shutting down a businesses shutting down a school social distancing the trauma the suicides all done because of the actions our politicians took against us so now we 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 spam back to this to the to this cyber attack that he's talking about mm-hmm. how can't you believe this is isn't going to be all an inside job i mean johnny and xavier they had to cower in the corner because daddy was going to start beating people because he couldn't get on his phone. And it turns out there was a that Verizon was having a real problem with their phones. Who knows if they're just testing stuff out? But this is all part of this game to steal our luge. I believe humanity will win. That's just my opinion because there's very few of them and a lot of us. And uh, I'm going to get on these cop organizations who are trying to talk to you know older cops talking to younger cops about not enforcing unconstitutional laws and they're their only hope it always takes people from the inside the group to make change inside the group make no doubts about civil rights movement doesn't happen unless white people realize there was something wrong and they decide to make change same thing with, you know, you're going to see in the civil rights uh, with you see now you see it with, you know, um, all this racial divide going on. You now see black people going critical race theory is dangerous. 
It's dangerous with women in the Me Too. You see women going, hey, man, we're just we're going after men with no evidence. We're just clipping people because we don't like them, which is 100 percent true. It's true. It's they're they're dropping all the groups that they used to support. And by they, I mean like the, the deep state, like, or the MSM complex, like before it was all about gay male rights. And now they've just completely dropped them. And now they're moving on to the trans group. Yes. And, and now that's like the big focus. And well, now a lot of these gay people, like in San Francisco, cause I live here in San Francisco and the, the, the gay people have told me that, um, they're now being ignored and now they're being demonized because they fit into the white male category. Yeah. 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 You know, everybody likes a witch hunt until you're the witch. Yep. And that's really what it is. And at the end of the day, they're doing that to every single group. I mean, Joe Rogan was uh, the other day talking about how white males are being the focus of attacks and everybody here with the exception of Xavier Guerrero and Eleanor Kerrigan thinking I'm not white, but everybody else is a white guy. And we'll be like, yeah, it's definitely happening. Then you talk to black people. They're like, yeah, they're coming after us. Then you talk to women. They're coming after us. Then you talk to gays. They're coming after us. And that's all done to get us to fight with each other. Everybody thinks that they're at the, you know, at the barrel of a gun. Even the atheist movement, I talked to a bunch of people there and like the guy that started the atheist movement. And he said that they've been completely infiltrated and all the people that were running it have been removed because of sexual harassment complaints and everything. And that after the purge happened, uh, the atheists became, um, well, they went after the ex-Muslims because the ex-Muslims are the strongest pillar of the atheist movement. And they got rid of them because they were giving the group um, Islamophobia which is, as you know, against the new world order, they got to divide everyone. And so they took down the atheist leadership in order to prevent uh, Islamophobia. And it's just like that, that is absolutely insane. And it's happening everywhere. All the groups, all the civil rights groups are all being purged of their leadership and replaced with these um, ditto heads, these NPCs. Well, I mean, you look at the Libertarian Party, that's happening in real time. I mean, you see Dave Smith talking about it all the time about like these tweets that they put out make no uh, sense. And it's like, that's why we got to get out of groups. What do you, what do you mean? Cause I'm not familiar with this story. Okay. So basically you see tweets from the libertarian party suggesting insanity, like, Oh man, we got, we should allow child labor and stuff like that. And even the most, the, 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 the strongest uh, libertarian person is like, dude, no, the key isn't to allow kids to work. The key is allow adults to work. And then they were talking about gun, gun laws, stuff like that. And David, Dave Smith's like, who tweeted this? And that's what's going on, man. And because if you really saw, well, if they really, if, if, if the Libertarian Party was really anti-war, they would be talking about how free college, which I'm against because I think college is stupid. I went and to college. I, I learned nothing. Don't go to college. Don't go to college. If you want the college experience, buy get an apartment, buy a college, and go bang college chicks, okay? Go do that. Have a good time. Don't waste your money on college. Don't waste your money because you're, you're – I don't know. Anything I learned in high school and everything I learned in college, I have not applied at all to my real life. At all. Go hang out. 
I mean, Johnny, do you not agree? Because you're a nerd dork. What do you think? I totally agree. It's a ripoff. If you look, Ma Bill Maher just did a thing a couple of weeks ago on the, the cost of college has increased. It, it, it doubles like every five years or something. And it's way, way higher than the, the rate of inflation and for no, no reason that anybody can explain. And he showed a tour of some of these colleges, public universities. Some of them have like lazy rivers they've installed to attract students. Some of them have like these crazy like mountain climbing walls and shit. Nothing to do with education whatsoever. It's and it, I mean, it's a racket, dude. It's a total racket. It's extending childhood yeah. and softening up these children. So when they hit, everything's about the, uh, the pharmaceutical company. So when they hit the real world, they fracture. And what do they do? They run the therapy and they get on psych meds to deal with the numb out what's going on because we've completely failed our children. Hard knocks. Fuck college. Okay, it's hard knocks. Well, well and this I, is I do have to do a counterpoint here. I mean, counterpoint? I, I'm a triple major. I'm a triple major in all this in sciences. So computer science, psychology, mathematics. Okay. And uh, those classes really taught me how to think. And like my IQ, like jump like 10 points going through that system. I believe that college should be near free if you're doing an engineering like degree. And the reason why is because there's such a tightness in the labor market for people that are smart and know how to do chemistry and the engineering and the sciences. But when people are going in, they're like, I'm going to do gender studies or I'm going to study about, you know, race I'm going issues. to do gender studies. Jeez, it's a total negative for those people. And so we have to like separate the, the, the college that teaches you skills that the, the economy desperately needs and pays a premium for versus skills that will be a net negative on your life and will cause you to destroy your life with this like ideology that the deep state is pumping into the heads via their capture of the um, the institutions of education. Don't you think, Zach, that that because those fields are in those are such those jobs are, you know, so competitive that the market forces would take care of that, that it wouldn't necessarily need to be free college, but that. that yeah. You know. the, the, the thing is, is that um, not everyone's cut out to be uh, an engineer. And what we need to do is, is it, sometimes it's going to take kids like a year or two to figure out this isn't for me. And what mm -hmm. I believe is that we should make that as risk-free as possible. You know, maybe, maybe the first two years are free for engineering. And then, you know, if, if you stick around, then you pay for the last two years and those are more expensive, but you're going to make up for it with a higher, like um, you'll be able to afford it because you're an engineer now. Um, but uh, for those kids are like, do I really want to like do computers? I'm not that, I don't like computers that much, but everyone's pressuring me to do computers, like do it for a year or two. And if it doesn't work, you know, no risk. And now you've got a bunch of computer skills. And now, even if you're not a programmer, now you just know so much more about computers that when you become that writer or that social media influencer or that sales rep, now you know how to use computers, which means that you're going to be hyper-productive in comparison to someone that didn't do the grind for a couple of years at their college. So I agree with that. I, I agree with that. There are, there are some things that you need to go to school to learn. Okay. And that's no different than a, a trade school. Yeah, but you still shouldn't come out with 400000 in debt. I mean, how come nobody's yeah. talking about stopping doctors from having to pay that much money? Nobody's talking. That's how you know. It's like a, if it's not logical, it's a psyop, in my humble opinion. 
if it's not logical. If you're telling me that no one's talking about why are these doctors leaving with crippling debt? Let's stop that. Again, they don't want that because that's how the pharmaceutical company controls the doctors. That's how they turn them into drug dealers. Yeah. It's by and- putting them deep in debt and they get them hooked on that money, man. Hey, we're going to, we're going to de-license you if you don't give out enough vaccines and now you've got like a million dollars in debt from your schooling. And yep. if you lose your income and your cash flow, you're screwed. You can't discharge that debt. You're screwed for the rest of your life. And so the question is, do I do the right thing right now and screw up my life for the next 30 years, destroy my family, destroy my prospects with my wife, you know, or do I just do this one thing right now? And then you, in a week, it won't even matter, right? Like rationally people are going to do what's easy and the path of least resistance. And that's how they get you. They get yep. you through that mechanism. Most Anything people choose that. Yep. Most people choose that. Some people are built differently like myself. And we just decide that we're going to, you know, say the truth and destroy our lives. Uh, and, uh, you know, welcome to the party. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Right. Yeah. You're looking at a bunch of destroyed motherfuckers right here. That should be the name of our podcast. Destroyed motherfuckers. Yeah. Listen, destroyed our lives. I, I want to end on this. Um, so we know these, our belief is cyber attacks are coming something. What should we do real quick? And this is anybody else. What should we do to prepare ourselves for that? Let's talk up on meme coins, buy a, buy a Dogecoin hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think get a generator. It's very important that you get a generator. And if it runs on gas, you have to load up on gas. So go get a generator, load up on gas, load up on food and load up on guns. Now, yes, if they come rolling through with tanks, are you in trouble? In trouble, probably. But there's well, a long just, way to that. It's just not, but, and you have to think, you're not just protecting yourselves from the government. You're protecting yourselves from people who want to come take your food yeah. and yes, water. 100%. That's really it. And then you just got to get through it because it can't last forever. That's my humble opinion. Uh, so any other suggestion, guys? Get I've got a, a solar panel. I've got a solar panel hooked up to emergency battery. It's always going uh, and charging. Solar so power. whatever happens, like I'm prepared to at least have enough power to charge my phone and listen in to the internet and see what the hell is going on for updates on what the hell I'm supposed to do. So you're, you, you assume then that you, you will be able to get on the internet in this kind of situation. That's what I, I wonder if, if the whole network would go down. I mean, we've seen that in natural disasters, right? Even in fires, people have not been able to get oh yeah, uh, cell reception or internet. And I, I don't, you think that's the first thing they take down Zach is the, the web. Well, yeah, I mean, I live in San Francisco, so either the internet is going to come back or, um, people are going to, it's going to go real bad, real fast. I don't know if you've seen San Francisco, but even in peace times, it looks like a war zone. I can only imagine what would happen if, uh, food got knocked out. Um, you know, at that point bad. it's, it's not, it's not time to hunker down. It's time to get the hell out of the city and go to the suburbs and rural locations in a safe I'm house. Do, I'm thinking about doing that as we speak. Guys, I got to jam real quick. Okay, go on. I got to use the bathroom. Look, uh, put your Bitcoin in a real wallet or your crypto in one of like, you can put it in a USB wallet. And do you guys think there's an actual switch for the internet, like a light switch? Not really. Like one switch somewhere? No, I doubt it. Yes. You do? Really? 
Yeah, I, I, I saw one when I was working at the university. A single was, switch for the yeah, entire internet. Yeah, and a big guillotine comes down and oh, okay. cuts off the cables. Okay. So it's a literal internet kill switch. If something were to happen, they could just hit a thing and the, the cables cut. You're, you're kidding me. No. <laughs> Johnny's so worried. Yeah, just to well, switch, wait, Johnny. So, well, I, I don't quite understand. But I, I mean, are we talking? You're, what did you see? A node of the internet? or, or something? I was at the university hub. And if anything goes wrong, they said that um, if uh, they, they say this will never happen, but if it does, here's the button to knock off the internet. And it literally guillotine comes down and cuts the power. We're not cable. talking worldwide though, right? If that came down. That, was... This was just for the university. And I'm right. Like, okay. Oh, wow. That's what, I think he's asking if there's like one button that would just take down the entire oh, internet. Well, no, yes. The United States, because Syria has one. Syria shut, shut the internet off like nothing. I'm asking if the U.S. has one where they're like, you know what, guys? I, well, I think there's probably a metaphorical switch, right? But I don't know if it's a I button. I think there's a metaphorical switch, and I think that there's also a guillotine somewhere to shut off the cables. That's amazing. Right? They'd be stupid not to. Yeah, I well, I, if you buy Sam's argument, and I do, I think they've they've kind of let this grow out of out of hand, you know, much farther than they would have liked. So I, I wonder if if they have gotten it under control like that, then we're we're really fucked. I mean, if they have it to the point where they could take it all down at once in that, in that kind of way, I think I, to me, the, the, the metaphorical switch is just electricity. Yeah. yeah why not? Just take right? down the power grid. Just take down the power grid. Sure. And then if you don't have solar, then it's like, haha, you don't have solar, you don't get back on. But now we've got like this 5G space internet coming. Thank you, Elon Musk. Yeah. And yeah. now the thing is, is that, okay, well, since the backbone is no longer going to be, just exclusively on fiber optic. Now it's going to be, you know, space internet. How do you shut that down? How do you uh, shut that down? Is there? Is, I, yeah. Is are you? Have switch? you gotten Starlink yet? I'm on the waiting list for Starlink. No, I want to get it eventually. Um, my my hope my hope is to uh, cash out and get an RV, uh, and have the Elon Musk Starlink on the top of the RV and just have a mobile station. And um, that's the dream. Be a citizen of the land. That's the dream, man. I, I'm optimistic about Starlink. Are you? Yes. I think Sam is. Sam thinks maybe. I'd love. I, I'm kind of waiting for him to get back. I'd love to hear what he thinks about it. But he's he's lost faith in Elon since uh, Tesla stopped doing business in Bitcoin. Yeah. I lost faith in Elon since he went on SNL. You guys see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, it was kind of brilliant, though. He did this maneuver quite near the beginning where he said that uh, he came out as autistic, you know, on yeah. the spectrum, having Asperger's. And he completely diffused any sort of uh, left-wing criticism that could have been thrown at him by doing that. I thought that was kind of a brilliant sort of chess move that he made. What do you, hey, hey Sam, what do you think of Elon Musk's Starlink? Do you think... Uh, you know the 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 satellite, the low the low orbit uh, satellites that are gonna blanket the globe here at some point. I think that's the AV unit for the uh, Operation Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam. I think it's yeah. the audio video for that. When's that gonna happen? Any predictions, Sam? It's I I, I think we're starting to see the beginning of it. I mean. I, you know, man, I've said before, I think 9-11 was an occult ritual and they let in dark energy, the battle, the awakening that's happening right now. And we just, this is the battle between good and evil, light and dark. And this is where we're at. 
And, you know, according to, you know, uh, researchers out there, Elon Musk isn't who he says he is. And a lot of the stuff that he says isn't true. And his history isn't true. And you got to wonder why we hate Bill Gates, but love Elon Musk when he fucks so many people out of a lot of money. We don't know that he's killed anybody, though. That's true. That We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important that we don't crucify people until we know. Okay. All right. Respect, Johnny, on that point. Respect on that point. Well, guys, this has been a good episode. It was a great emergency episode. I think a cyber attack is coming. Zach has the documents. He has the documents. <laughs> and, uh, and a book coming out. And a book coming out. What's the name of the book? Do you know yet? It's called Google Leaks, uh, a Whistleblower's Expose on Big Tech Censorship. And it comes with a special surprise. I don't just like to complain about the internet censorship. I've been working on a secret project that gets released on August 3rd with the book that's going to restore the First Amendment for you, the American citizen. And um, if you guys want to uh, check it out, I can't announce it yet, obviously, because it's under wrap and embargo. But after this uh, meeting is concluded, I would love to show you guys and see what you guys think, uh, because everyone that's using it is sort of getting addicted to it. And um, and so I'm really excited. I think that this is going to be uh, something in the right direction. And uh, we all of us hate the censorship. And finally, this is a solution that defeats it. I'm in. I don't care what it is. I'm in. Anything you do, Zach, I'm all about that. Where can uh, they find you, Zach, one more time? You can find me at ZachVorhees.com to see all the whistleblower documents that I released. Uh, you can also pre-order the book now. Go to my website, googleleaksbook.com. Again, that's googleleaksbook.com. You'll see a link for an Amazon purchase of the book. Um, it's going to be released August 3rd. All right, man. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in for this emergency podcast. And I hope to see everybody in Bakersfield. Take care. Have a great day. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.